position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which Everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales. But if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive. And you will be my work. Gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 207 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this glorious, uh, well, actually, I have yet to see it, but uh, Friday, the 12th of October, 2018, at 5.33 a.m. Pacific Coast time in the morning. Uh, That would make it for our sequel, friends. 2018, uh, what, 11? 10, no, yeah, 10. 2018, 10, 12. 533, uh, coast of the most, crack engineer, Ivor Molina, over there, in the booth, rocking it, with this, oh, Ivor, you're fired, you can't do that here at work, he's holding up the whiskey sign, though, so let us drink a toast, uh, to the memory of Ivor Molina, now long depart, we have a lot of shit to get to this week, um, normally it's it's funny, like, lots of times there, there's these episodes where, like, I can see them coming from a long way off, like, where, like, we've we, meaning I've worn myself, have, um, you know, actually planned something, or attempted to plan something, but then there are other episodes that are, like, this week, where, like, I see them from a, from a few days away, and I, I can see the shape of them, it's like, it's like that quote from, uh, 
from network, you know. But you don't understand when you're my age, death is a very real thing with definable features. Well, anyway, as the show loomed closer, it was the exact opposite. It looked like a complete dead space. And of course, as ever, it has turned into a massive show. So let's get straight to our top stories, shall we? Oh, wait. Whiskey. Mm. Whiskey where? Whiskey where's your pig? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a lot of top stories this week. Very top heavy. First of all, um, my pinball, my problems with pinball arcade running under DXVK under Proton have not improved. Furthermore, this is kind of the final fucking straw. Or I mean, it would be with me and Farsight Studios and Pinball Arcade. Yes, for many years it was the greatest uh, simulation of real uh, life pinball machines available in the universe for any platform, any system, anytime, anywhere. But uh, since Williams backed out, uh, Williams and Bally, since they bailed on uh, Farsight, not only has Farsight become even more recalcitrant, in my humble opinion, this is not a review, that I'm just saying, this is my opinion, not only have they become more recalcitrant in terms of, like, overall, in terms of just in general regarding their com- their community, they um are absolutely now completely. Di- I think they. I think at this point they have. It is fair to say they've absolutely divested themselves of any interest in even support continued support for. Um, I mean, this is supposition. I would write them, but every time I write them, like they never fucking write me back. So after you know. Yeah, fool me once, fool me twice, you know, blah, blah, blah. You don't piss in my pocket, tell me it's raining. Don't tell me that I have not made every effort to get in touch with Farsight Studios. Fuck those guys, in all honesty, at this point. Um, Because I still, I I, I posted a thread to their discussion forums for uh, the Pimble Arcade, asking specifically about, you know, like, are you guys going to make any effort to like fucking make the configuration utility work for Proton with the uh, Pimble Arcade DX11 or anything even remotely? Like are you guys do you guys even care? Is it on your ra- radar? And it's my impression that they are basically shutting down. Um I'm I'm sure that they'll continue as a husk of themselves, which is very sad to see and sad to say. Um but I've gotten no 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 responses, and I've written them directly. Uh, but I haven't done it this month because um, I gave up about a year and a half ago. I wrote them at least every fiscal quarter, with you know a new you know several requests for comments, several questions, um, you know, good nice professional emails. I'm like, hey, you motherfuckers, what the fuck is going on? You know, nothing nothing frothy and foamy and and deranged or anything like that. Uh, and they've never bothered to get back to me. And I've spent more money on them than I've actually... It's not true, because I did just donate um, $500 to the uh, International Pinball Hall of Fame f- to help them with their move. But um, 
I probably paid at least $400 for all of my pinball arcade tables. The one that I care the most about, of course, being Medieval Madness, uh, when I launch it from Steam, and everyone else seems to have this same problem, when I launch it from Steam natively uh, via Proton, um, I can't get the configuration utility to work. Uh, and I've tried everything. I mean, I've tried everything. And there are no, like, actual editable, um, you know, any files or or uh, configuration files or, like, you know, set up blah or anything like that. It's all fucking handled by this front end that will not launch under Proton. So what I get is a tiny window um, that is, like, low res. It's, like, low budge, low budge. Um, and it's unplayable. Um, I can still run it via Wine. However, via Wine, uh, outside of, you know, native, quote-unquote native uh, Steam, inside of, like, a Wine prefix, I can still run it with controller support, depending on the controller, at, you know, like, a, a reasonable resolution. However, parts of my favorite table, Medieval Madness, have begun to break. And it's suspicious to me, considering that June 30th was the end of uh, Farsight Studios uh, contract with Williams because I I have no idea. I have no idea what happened, but that was a bad fucking move. And ironically enough, so that was June 30th, so uh, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. So that was three months ago. July, August, yeah, three months ago. End of June, it was June 30th. Um, and I, I'm not going to talk about Pim, although we, the next item in our top stories is uh, another pinball game. Um, they lost the, and I have no idea what happened behind the scenes in terms of the Williams and Bally thing backing out on June 30th from uh, Farsight Studios, but I do know that whatever happened there had to happen acrimoniously. And, it's, and yes, that is a gross supposition and hearsay on my part, but uh, if you were Farsight Studios, you didn't, and you cared about your game, and you cared about the Pinball Arcade and, and its future, you would not let Williams and Bally back out of um, out of the contract with them. I mean, they still technically say they support them, but part, but things are falling apart on my Medieval Madness machine in a wine prefix. Furthermore, er, two other people, since I posted um, my uh, thing to the discussion threads, um, have given me a plus up. Plus one, you know. So, I'm getting the sense that this is a fairly universal thing. Now, leads us to our next story, and our top stories. There is... Mm, Luke, no. No. There is another. Um, so that, no pun intended, I pinned all my hopes on pinball, the pinball arcade, because it's the, you know, it's perennially the best and most accurate. I mean, like, I used to live in the place that, that, that the pinball arcade is based off of. Not kidding. The International Pinball Hall of Fame here in Las Vegas. Come out and see us. Although, I think we're moving soon. We're moving to the Strip. But, um, yeah. Hit me up on Twitter, at VegasWriter, V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R. If you're out here in Vegas, and we will get you some pinball. 
um, including at the Pinball Hall of Fame. That's what the Pinball Arcade is based on, and it's what they do such a good job of simulating. So, they lose the Williams and Bally thing. Well, ironically enough, thank you, alphanumeric chair actors, one of our viewers um, from the live stream, for cluing me in on this just so that it was on my radar forever ago. I think he plays uh, under Windows, but um, it doesn't matter because he told me, I want to say six weeks ago, maybe two months ago, that Williams was releasing a pack for Pinball FX3. Now, here's the irony of this. You want to talk about interlocking directorates? You want to talk about everything is fucked? Pinball FX3 just dropped their um, Williams table pack. Several things about this. This was like earlier this week, maybe last week, can't remember. It's out of beta. It's now like a downloadable DLC. Here's the irony. Pinball FX3 does not run on my Mint 18.3 natively via Steam. I have yet to try it via um, Wine. So that's the first funny thing. Second funny thing, though, is that they had to have been in the works with this, with Williams and Bally. I don't know how you let those two fucking companies go if you're Farsight, but they let them go. I, I mean, it had to have been some serious bad blood. Ironically enough, I still cannot get Pinball FX3 with the Williams expansion DLC uh, to work yet natively, quote-unquote natively, under Proton. But, second thing. Actually, so yeah, two things about this. So yeah, this is the second thing. Oh my god. I have to kill these fucking... Urgh. One moment, please. Ivor! Sorry, Ivor was pounding upon his genitalia once again in public as he ran down the street screaming, I've been fired, I've been fired. Oh God, please kill me, I've been fired. It was very sad to see, so I had to put him down. Oh Jesus, there he is again. Fuck, he's like a bad penny. So anyway, um, second thing about Pinball FX, Pinball FX3, that is ironic, and is very, very exciting to me. So even as the Pinball Arcade fails, it's like now kind of pretty much openly broadcasting freefall failure. Um, I would not recommend that anyone buy it. Um, especially not for the Williams or Bally machines because they're all gone. Can't get them anymore. I have licenses for them, but they are falling into disrepair and that's only like within two months. I spent fucking $350 plus on these fucking machines on that June 30th. And I'm glad I did. However, here's the intriguing thing. The Pinball Arcade was designed to be a photorealistic, meaning according to the device and, you know, blah, like photorealistic meaning like photo overlays, like if you just like laid strips of stuff um, onto, you know, not real 3D models, um, but simulacrums that, uh, that's why you can't, I think that's why you can't adjust the pitch on any of the um, Pinball Arcade 
tables. I mean, like, it's, like, I could understand. They have everything else. They let you do everything else. But anyway, so you have, like, basically what are essentially low-res um, textures or captures with the internal guts of the, of the logic of the machine, literally from the manufacturer, including all the sound effects, blah, all wired up, ready to accept inputs, you know, because it's all running in a virtual machine inside of a virtual machine inside of, you know. Um, but, um, and all running underneath the exact brand name and, I mean, they, they, they play almost exactly like the real machines. They play like the real machines in absolute perfect condition at all times, which is very boring and not really after it's taken me a lot of years with Pinball Arcade to get this frustrated with it. But um the funniest thing is, so I have like I think maybe f- somewhere between 45 and maybe 60 pinball machines that I've unlocked that I bought for the Pinball Arcade. The entire fucking binary for Pinball Arcade is let's see. Let's see what the entire install footprint of this is. Because this is going to blow your mind. I think. Alright. Properties. Alright. So it's like somewhere between 40 and 60 pinball machines. So we'll say that there's 48. Okay? So we'll say that there's 50. Just for some point, you know, blah. It's 50 pinball machines. The entire footprint installed is 20.4 gigabytes. That's the entire footprint of all 50 of those games. Pinball FX3's Unreal Tournament... I mean, not Unreal Tournament. I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind. Pinball FX3's Williams DLC pack alone is over fucking 12 gigabytes. And I think that they're they've actually rendered physics and stuff for it, so it's like actually blah, but I have problems with Pinball FX3. Do not go out and don't do not run out and go buy Pinball FX3 is what I'm trying to say. If you want to run it natively, quote unquote, under Proton. It's just ironic. I like I'm I'm I I I I bought the Williams pack for Pinball FX3. Um and I have the game itself. I can't I think the the Williams pack was like a dollar a gigabyte basically. I think it was like 12 bucks. Um but anyway. So that, that's that's the news from Lake Pinball Gone. Pinball Gone. Uh next in our top stories, want to extend a sincere thank you to a friend of the show friend of the stream, Boldy Lockers, um, who helped me out with um, testing some Doom maps that I've made in Snap Map, which I encourage everyone to do. More or less. I mean, if you... Because the problem is, um, and I think Boldy will will back me up on this, I am, and I, if I remember correctly, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um... Like I originally feared, which is why, like you know, Boldy Locks and I playing multiplayer at all in Doom was such a big deal. Um, I I get the sense that there is some fucking problem with uh, uh, Doom 
multiplayer networking with Windows somehow. It does not make any sense. It's either that or there is just no on playing the fucking game, which is amazing to me, especially in terms of the snap maps, because the snap maps are fucking unbelievable and they're easy to make. Um, I'm making actually a Doom uh, discs. If you remember uh, the old movie Tron or the old arcade game Tron, then forget about both of those and remember the stand-up Discs of Tron machine. It was dedicated to Discs of Tron, which was um, you running across these giant discs as you flung your data discs at other players. Um, Well, and they were all AI in pseudo three dimensions. It was fantastic. You could also shoot out the floor from underneath other people. It was like that one game from Minecraft that I can't remember, but I used to love making maps for it. Um, but anyway, it's like that. But it's in Doom. So it's called Discs of Doom. Anyway. Anyone wants to join us? Anyone who has Doom and wants to play some old school snap maps? Like for like two to three players, maybe four even? Please join us on the Discord channel. Um, you can find our Discord channel on our Twitch stream page. Uh, it'll be twitch.tv slash skookiesprite S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E so there you go I also want to thank uh, Bully Lockers I mean he helped me out we, we had such a good time I well he kicked my ass every time it was just ridiculous and I, I, I made the maps um, but it was just so much fun to actually I remember Doomed or Doom Ed which is what I used to call it um, the original vector-based um, 3D CAD software that you could use to uh, make your own Doom maps from 25 years ago. Yeah, I know. Fucking old. Um, and that was a very frustrating process that, I mean, I, and I, I never played Doom or Doom 2, I don't think, online. I played Quake online a lot. But um, the point here is that... Uh, it's just as like Ubuntu was like such a fucking revelation for me because it was really the completion of a 20 year long dream. Not 20 years long, maybe 15, 16 years long at that point. I was 17, so yeah, anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh God, I'm getting old. Um, But it was Linux that you could almost give to your mom. Like, and she could run it. Um, that's exactly how I feel about Snap Map in terms of Doom. Only took us 25 years, but god damn it, they nailed it, and they nailed it right. And it is so much fun to play with your friends and to make maps and stuff. It's infinite game for 20 bucks. Doom itself, which includes Snap Map, is $20. It runs, um, like, you can go back and listen to the review that we did of it, um, a couple of weeks ago. But, um... You know, there are some problems with it. Like, sometimes I get, I get weird controller issues. Sometimes um, it crashes, especially in uh, the editor. But, I mean, it'll run stably and fine. They're totally aleatory crashes. I have no idea what causes them. Like, it'll run fine for, like, you can edit a map for, like, five hours, you know, like, at a, at a throw without... I mean, you. I save all the time because it's better that way because you don't know. And then other times, like, you'll boot it up and you'll jump into 
editing of a map and bam, it'll crash on you. Also, matchmaking across, you have, you have to both be, you have, both you and the person that you're trying to matchmake with have to be sure that you're both in snap map um, to make it work if you're going to use snap maps. Ironically, Boldy Lockers and I have not uh, been able to get um, any of the standard maps running and neither of us, in spite of however long we've waited in lobbies, have gotten anyone to join our games that we have not invited explicitly ourselves, which would mean he and I. That's it. Like, that's both ways. The Venn diagram of he and I, like our, our player pool for Doom, is an exact circle. <laughs> so anyway. Um, also... Bull, again, thank you to Bully Lockers for uh, cluing me in that he was having problems with um, Wreckfest with his controller. And I didn't ask. I, I wish I had. Oh, no. Yes. He, he has a Nintendo Switch that he is like fucking rigged up or whatever. But this this is a useful thing. I, I don't have a Nintendo Switch. I, I just use generic uh, Xbox wired controllers or. Steam controller or the VR, the HTC Vive headset controllers or um, my pedals and Warthog uh, hottest system. But anyway, um, I know. I know. You can vomit now. I did just brag a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry at all. But um, this is important as someone who is like really dug through like the UDEV rules for everything. And I wrote a program that helps you write them for from scratch if you have a certain make model. Of, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, this was interesting to hear. Bully Lockers lost um all control input for Wreckfest after doing some update. We were uh, I don't think we. This is like a thousand years ago, meaning yesterday. Yesterday was a long fucking day, but um, the problem was that he had disabled uh, the Steam overlay, which to me indicates that somehow the Steam overlay is attached to big picture mode regardless, which I think we all knew, but I did not know that in terms of Proton that the Steam overlay played such a uh, a potentially critical role to actually receiving input because he ran LSUSB and you know blah it was all there and anyway he figured it out on his own and he thank you Bully Lockers for getting back to me with like actually what happened uh, and that's useful to know the biggest problem with Proton right now is that many games work absolutely fantastically great right out of the box other games not so much they're not performant um, enough for me to like actually you know want to play them so I return them which is great it's awesome but then there's this peculiar problem that I think we've kind of highlighted and outlined um, in the opening. Of, I know we're only in the top part of the show, Ivor, but don't worry, we'll knock this out in under an hour because I got appointments today. Um, but uh, <coughs> is that there's no really easy way to diagnose and or reconfigure or retool or like tweak or get any useful output from anything that doesn't work up to spec for you. Like, there's no way to really get into the nuts and bolts of Proton 
uh, unless you're running, I think if you're running actual Proton itself, like if you download it, if you clone it from their, their, the GitHub or whatever, um, there might be more diagnostic information. But anyway, the bottom line is knowing that that is a, an issue or potentially an issue, the Steam overlay um, negating, like absence of Steam overlay negating your ability to use whatever controller that you might be using um, is a useful piece of information that I thought should be shared. Um, okay, and then also, oh, fuck, this is like Boldy Lockers week. Um, also, uh, regarding Boldy Lockers, uh, we have you uh, Unreal Tournament 2K4, which Boldy Lockers and I will be playing later, soon, sometime. I've got, I got, like, I, I, I open it up, I, it runs, it's amazing. Um, and then also, specifically due to Boldy Lockers, I mean, the UT2K4 was um, just mutual inspiration on both of our parts, but it took Boldy to remind me that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the multiplayer, was my favorite Call of Duty ever. And one of the best games I mean, absolutely the best. I think it's the best game that they ever made in terms of that series. But they're up to like, you know, what, 38, 59, you know, variety speak, whatever, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I bought it. I have yet to run it because this was just fucking yesterday. Um, Boldy says that uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which I think runs about 20 bucks. I bought it. Like I said, I can't. Let's find out. Um, only problem is, according to Boldy, and he's on Ubuntu, uh, 18 dot whatever, um, long term, yeah, it's $19.99, um, he says that the single player does not work, but that the multiplayer absolutely works, and it's the entire campaign tree, like, you know, you can upgrade, you can prestige, again, Got so McTavish, you know, to take a little sneaky peeky. So anyway, that's you know more more to come about those. So I were basing with the new and noteworthy because we have oh shit, you know what? We're running out of time. Anyway, um, we'll we'll collapse that into this. So thank you, Ivor. Yes, you're fired. You're fucking fuck. Get the fuck away from that control panel. Okay. Anyway, um. I, I'm in lockdown now and while we wait for the guards to deal with Ivor, he's so scary when he's angry. No, um, okay, so <laughs> Jesus, that was dark. Um, We can collapse this in the rundown. Oh, Jesus, more whiskey. Let's see. Alright, so instead of new and noteworthy, we'll just collapse this into our top stories. This will be like one of the most top-storied top stories episodes ever and then we have a good feature for you which will be our final story in our top story so um very much new and noteworthy though it's not new but it is noteworthy is that hyperspace dogfights one of my perennial favorites which I believe we reviewed on this show got in has gotten like the third major update since we reviewed it many of the old problems are still there like it's very difficult to get it 
to recognize multiple monitors, which is not something that's necessary at all, but if you have multiple monitors, you're going to be in a world of pain, so just change your resolution inside the game to 1920 by 1080 if that's, you know, your monitor resolution. You know, blah, do not click on full screen, otherwise you have to edit the configure, you have to, you know, control F4, you have to get to, like, a real terminal outside of, you know, uh, whatever X Windows environment that you're in, and then actually edit you have to kill everything, and then you have to edit the actual configuration files, which are fucking pain in the ass. Anyway, don't worry about that. None of that is... This is a great game, and I believe that I, I, if I did not give Hyperspace Dogfights like our highest honor ever, which would be like worth full price, all price, any day, all day, every day of the week, all years, till the end of time. Um... I, if I didn't do that, I've got 115 hours in this side-scrolling little fucking space shooter. It's like asteroids with gravity in atmosphere with side-scrolling. Anyway, it's awesome. It's a great game. But I finally caught up with it after the last several months of updates, and they have really changed the fuck out of this game. And it does run now finally in full screen on uh, our Twitch stream, which would be twitch.tv slash skooky sprite s-k-o-o-k-i-e-s-b-r-i-t-e um the game is almost unrecognizable <clears throat> and they're they're working on uh, better control inputs I still like to play it with uh, just the keyboard blah but it's amazing to see it in full screen with all of these new features and stuff um lots of new items etc 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 so if you not I almost said, check it out. If you if you have yet to visit or contemplate the glorious magnificence that is hyperspace dogfights, which is um, full real t- retail price of nine dollars ninety nine cents, I heartily recommend it. Um, check out the video; it'll explain it better than I can, etc., etc., etc. Um, we had a bunch of other games that we were supposed to talk about, but that brings us, but we're not going to abort them because there's so many games every week you have no idea. Like, I mean, seriously, if you're listening, I returned four games today. Just from today. I bought them, tried to run them, returned them. For various different reasons. Um, and I have no compunction doing that with uh, games that are only available through Proton. Because, I mean, if it's not a native port, then fuck you. I owe you absolutely zero allegiance. And not only... I mean, like, if I really don't like your game and you have a Linux port of it, I will never return it. I mean, I really hate your game. I've returned, like, only out of four years, 250-plus games on average per year. I've returned, to my memory, only one title that ever had a Linux port. It was just so bad. The game itself was so bad. It wasn't even like a technical problem. I won't even return them for technical problems. But with Proton, I have absolutely zero allegiance to you. So if it doesn't fucking work or if it doesn't work up to my specs, it's not performing enough. Or if I don't even just fucking like the game. Like, I mean, the game could be objectively awesome. But if I just don't like it, then fuck it. I'll return it. I don't give a fuck. And it's great. I, you know, uh... I've returned more games in the last uh, two months-ish than I have in the last four years. Easily. I mean, by like a factor of five, maybe seven, even. I've returned a lot of games. Mm. 
So, that brings us to, uh, I, I can't remember what the fuck we were talking about there, but uh, I need more whiskey. And uh, I've based them with the, uh, with the feature. Our feature, of course, this week is Cuphead, which you may have heard things about. Check out this feature. Might persuade you otherwise. Based them with it. Dulcet tones of uh, Woody uh, Woody Herman and his Thundering Heart, uh, Apple Honey, a tune that I've played with a big band before, actually. Uh, we were not that good. That big band was not that great of a big band, but we did do our best to myrtleize this tune. Anyway, um, so what does this have to do? with our feature this week. Well, many of you have probably heard of Cuphead. C-U-P-H-E-A-D. Cuphead is available, uh, it's, it's a game from last year. It is a very unique game um, that runs fantastically, by the way, on uh, Proton. It's $19.99 uh, full price right now. Um, I bought a copy of it because I thought I could make it run under wine, you know, like right when it came out, and I had problems with it, I couldn't get the controller to work, you know, blah, 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 and I tried to flat pack it, um, I still couldn't, I still had controller problems, etc, 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 it runs absolutely fantastically under Proton, however, there was one thing that was, every time I went to go play Cuphead, there was this one nagging thing that, like, held me back, and it was that, like, I had read that the, and I had seen a little bit, that the game is impossibly fucking difficult. It is a punishing, I mean, it is punishing beyond punishing in terms of side-scrolling platformer shooters. It is ridiculously difficult. That's what it looked like, and that's what everyone said. Well, earlier this week, uh, I, I punched up Cuphead just because, like, you know, blah. Now, so, for those of you who do not know what Cuphead is, Cuphead is a revolutionary game. It's It's the same type of, literally really far out there fucking amazing innovative game as the never the original the neverhood was my name is Willie Willie Trombone um let me let me tell you perhaps let me let allow me to allow them to describe it to you this is their copy Cuphead is a classic run and gun action game heavily focused on boss battles Inspired by cartoons of the 1930s, the visuals and audio are painstakingly created with the same techniques of the era, i.e. traditional hand-drawn cell animation, watercolor backgrounds, and original jazz recordings. Serve as a soundtrack. Yes. Cuphead, by the way, was released September 29th, 2017, so basically one year ago, almost to the month, um, almost to the week, well, yeah, almost to the month. 
um, the recent reviews, very positive, 299 reviews, all reviews, overwhelmingly positive, 31,384. So what this means is that Cuphead is actually, if you, like my good old friend Frank Cifaldi, uh, who is one of the best gifts that anyone's ever given me was the entire collection of the Warner Brothers cartoon archive on a um, USB, a big, a big USB drive from back in the day, um, along with the entire Warner Brother catalog book, which is great, which has, and so the two were uh, cross-referenced, so like you could actually flip to a page in the book, read a synopsis, or, you know, just use the index, and the actual fucking, there's like a, you know, cartoon number thing for each fucking thing, and they, they match between the two. So what we're talking about here is hand-drawn, not just like hand-drawn as in like, well, you know, I have a tablet, and me and my friends, we spent, you know, nine, nine long months, you know, hand-drawing, you know, on our uh, Wacom fucking uh, Hollow Knight or whatever. And I'm not trying to mock Hollow Knight and I'm not trying to mock that art style. No, what we're talking about is 1930s fucking literally hand-drawn style art. So it looks like a 1930s cartoon uh, and it comes replete with this amazing jazz soundtrack that is, I could have ran it, but it's awesome. It's very good. I mean, like... I could have written it, but it would have taken me a year to get it as good as, I mean, like, the the orchestration alone is fantastic. Like, I don't know how much of it is MIDI and how much of it is just sweetened or how much of it, you know, how much of it is um, virtual synthesizer and etc. And then how much of it is just sweetened with these fat-ass fucking horn solos and stuff. Um, but there's also vocals. <laughs> The graphics really steal the show, but the game is very, very difficult. Um, it's principally focused, as as the copy described, around boss battles, but it's like a Super Mario uh, World kind of... Um, there's like a global map, and all of this, I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Edgar Allan Poe had this concept, he called it thematic unity where every element of a story should feed into, in a unified way, um, the overall theme of the story. So, like, the fall of the House of Usher, everything is fucking creepy and decaying, just like the family, etc., you know, blah, 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 or the Casco Amontillado, like, you know, uh, there's, like, a malevolent, kind of creeping, decaying, kind of, yeah, so I guess, well, that's like Allan Poe, but anyway, or like, you know, Heart of Darkness. Anyway, the thematic unity is everywhere. I mean, in, in all the best stuff. In this particular aspect, in which we're talking about a stylistic affect, um, meaning that like this is like you're playing the most psychotic video game version of an acid trip of a cartoon from the 1930s that you saw if you're as old as fuck as I am or as some of some of our habitual listeners seem to be. Um, I'm old as fuck. Um, so if you remember Hanna Barbera during the Lincoln administration, I mean, uh, <laughs> kidding. Uh, during you know, like uh, Reagan administration, um, and if you remember what came on before Hanna Barbera, it was like all oh, these fucked up, like you know, Woody Woodpecker was fucking insane. Tom and Jerry was absolutely insane. Um, 
And of course, we grew up, you know, babysit. We were babysit, babysat by the uh, boob tube. Um, so lots of this fucked up cartoon, early, early cartoons, um, pre World War, uh, pre World War Two, because like there's that glorious. I mean, Betty Boop. Anyway, doesn't matter. This is that era. But it's a video game, and you can play it. So there are two basic, and this is not a review. I've only logged um, 4.2 hours in this game. But the reason why I chose to feature it, one is that it runs fucking flawlessly on Proton, at least on my machine, which is an 18, Mint 18.3 with a 1080 Ti, but it, it, you don't need a 1080 Ti to run this game. Um, check out the live stream, by the way. We will be live. I've been live streaming it all week, and we, I'll continue to live stream it. But second reason that I think that like you probably want to know about this game is that it's not that expensive. It's ninety dollars and ninety nine cents. I have no idea how long it took them to make this game. Every fucking second of this game reeks of absolute. It is like Earthworm Jim. It's a lot like Earthworm Jim. But if Earthworm Jim were a 1930s psychotic cartoon. So you'll fight flowers that are like completely fucking monstrous and horrendous in this 1930s um, barely colorized uh, scratchy um, game world with these adorable characters. I have not played two player. I don't know if it's exclusively I imagine it's local. Yeah, local co-op. Um, you're a cuphead. Your head is a cup. Your brother, his name is Mughead. His head is also a cup. You both have straws coming out of your heads. You're like a, an espresso cup. You're adorable. And you're deadly. And both you and your brother... Here's the whole premise of the whole fucking game. Both you and your brother fuck up by getting involved in the devil's casino and you ri you risk your souls on one roll try saying that seven times fast I'm not going to try to say that seven times you risk your souls on one roll you risk your souls on one roll you risk your souls on one roll you risk your souls on one one roll you risk your souls on 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 one roll of the dice in the devil's casino um the opposite end of the the opposite end of the action of course is that you know if the devil loses you win his entire fortune you win the whole enchilada if you guys lose you lose your souls you guys unfortunately lose and uh therefore you are now in the devil's pocket and this turns what would otherwise be two ordinary wholesome sweet lovable uh anthropomorphic fucking pieces of barista, barista equipment uh and their halcyon days of Irish youth takes them and turns them into hitmen for the devil. You have to collect the devil's debts unless, you know, you forfeit your guy's souls. So you learn um, how to shoot your, your finger gun and uh, blah. So, and then off into the world you go. 
after Grandpa Kettle, you know, gives you some advice. The thing about this game, though, the reason why I'm featuring it in this week's episode is that many people, and I've seen them because everyone wants to watch me live stream this game. Not, I, I'm not just talking about like Snail Cannon, Boldy Lockers, who just jumped on after I was sick earlier this week. They jumped on at like 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. It's like, oh, you're going to fucking go insane when you play this. Um, and I did go quite a bit insane when I played it. But um, I'm not just talking about them. I'm talking about like other people. Like every time I stream it, I get like, you know, five to fucking nine, maybe 15 people fucking watching this shit. And many of them have bothered to fucking say something. Not, you know, I mean, like, you know, per capita, it's a percentage. But anyway, the bottom line is they're, they're always really, really, really concerned that the game is going to be too hard for them, even though they've been watching me play it. And the game is fucking hard. And what I've discovered, and and that whole, like, this game is going to be really hard. You're going to be fucking, you're gonna rip your own fucking toenails out and you shove them in your eyes just so you can try to get to your brain to kill yourself because it's going to be so hard. You're going to cry. You're going to cry tears of jizz and blood and you're going to fucking eat your own feces until you die. You know, other stuff like that. You know, that's what I think uh, GameSpy or uh, IGN. Or, anyway, it was that's, you know, commonly known. That was a great crit- critical quote pulled directly from uh, one of the... Uh, more prominent uh, publications that uh, covers video games about Cuphead. You'll eat your own feces and die! (laughs) Your mother will suck cocks in hell just to come, just to get enough, just to get a chance to come back to this earthly plane so that she can finish you herself and scream in your face, you will die! That's how hard this game is, it's really hard, that's what I'm saying. That's all I ever heard about this game. The game is very difficult, but you should not at all, if you are at all interested in if you've seen the game if you've seen a screenshot of it, just look at the screenshot that accompanies this podcast this episode of the podcast, episode number 207, um, you will see exactly what I mean, every fucking frame of this game is like that everything stylistically up and down is chock-a-block the controls and the play mechanics are dialed in just as tightly as the visuals so, the reason I'm featuring this, um, reason I'm featuring Cuphead, is that you should not be afraid. Do not listen to everyone else who says the game is too fucking difficult. I suck at these types of games. I love these type of types of games. There is no other game that is like like this. But I mean, like, I love Contra. I love Super Contra. You know, blah blah blah. I love side-scrolling platformers. There are two basic game modes, by the way. One is like, you know, because you're wandering, you have like a pseudo illusion of free will, but it's, you know, it's, you have to kill everything on every island. But um, you, you get to wander around this island, and as you um, discover event locations, they are of one of two types. <clears throat> At least so far. I've, I've played only four hours. Uh, the first type is uh, the aforementioned boss encounter, which is just, it starts from, goes from zero to 100 boss encounter, here you go. Um, and then you fight a really, really difficult boss fight um, with really, really wickedly tweaked AI with fantastic animation and great character design and unbelievable level design. Like, you will find yourself doing shit that you're like, 
there's no fucking way I just did that. And yeah, I know you just did it. And no, it was not luck. It was skill. It was just fucking pure fucking reflexes at that point. Cause like there, there it's, it's, it's an old school side scrolling platformer in the sense of like a punishingly difficult, um, adaptive, not necessarily adaptive, but a uh, randomized AI with many, many, many subtle tweaks, uh, attack patterns, approaches, and animations, uh, you know, animation cues, visual cues, sound cues, etc. that all are a little bit different every time you play it. So it's like when you fucking do something amazing, you really just did something amazing. Um, cause you, okay, so there we go. So that's the other type of uh, ma- the other type of game mode that you'll encounter is a run and gun, which is literally a side-scrolling platformer in, uh, in which you're beset by like an endless horde of enemies as you try to navigate the actual geography of uh, of a level in a traditional side-scrolling platformer, you know, quote unquote traditional. If you mean like Woody the woodpecker fucking bust down through the ceiling, um, you know, every thirty feet or whatever. Uh, as a hazard while you dodge literally like five fucking acorns that are rolling down the interior of a hollowed out log with bottomless pits Um, anyway yeah so and like the woodpeckers are mean and they're really scary and blah blah blah. and then you can fight a flower Um, so far none of the running guns end in a boss encounter in a traditional boss encounter at least in terms of the way Cuphead deals with it so, here's what I'm trying to tell you. Do not, if you've, had, if you've had any interest in Cuphead, do not be, do not let yourself be intimidated by all the talk about how difficult it is, how it's going to just frustrate you and make you angry and, um, you know, your mother sex cox in hell or whatever the fuck, you know, like it's, it, you will, you will die a lot. I mean, you will die constantly. But the, thing about Cuphead that makes it so good and the reason why I'm recommending it is that for all of its difficulty you actually get very very good at the game very very quickly even though you still die constantly I mean constantly that's the next best thing you are so in love if you're like me with the soundtrack and with the fucking just the backgrounds are amazing like for um there's this early boss 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 encounter that you have early on with these uh, two black belt boxing giant frog guys in a nightclub. It's called Clip Joint Calamity. Um, and the background is a fucking Casablanca style nightclub, like a supper club from literally 1930, 1932. And there's a huge fucking crowd there and everyone is really excited and they are all hand-drawn anthropomorphic insects it is and they're they like they're in their fucking finery there's flappers and there's 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 a chick with uh anyway this is just in the background um so if you have any interest in art and you like side-scrolling platformers at all and you've been afraid of cuphead because everyone has said that it's too difficult or that it will be frustrating i personally have yet to experience a moment of frustration Honestly, and the reason for that, I, you know, as ever, this is a feature, not a review, but I don't know if we'll ever revisit this again until I beat it, if I ever do, um, is that the game is so fast. You die 
and you start again before you even fucking know it. And all of everything, all the craziness, all the insanity, all of the, um, literally, whether it's a run and gun or a boss encounter, you have, you are juggling everything all at once and it's, but it's not unmanageable and the patterns are not unlearnable and even the hardest boss is so gorgeous to see and the even the most frustrating I personally find the run and gun levels to be the most frustrating things that's where you get the gold coins you can only get gold coins in the run and gun levels there are a certain number of coins in the universe you use those to buy upgrades you can power up yourself in numerous numerous different ways from in, including from uh, your special, like which is like a charge attack after you landed a certain number of, to like actual weapons, to like actual techniques. Like um, one of my favorites is um, instead of uh, just uh, dashing, you actually become invulnerable when you dash. But it's only for a short little period of time. Everything is so fucking tight and perfect in this game. It would be a shame. This is why, there you go. We got to the point finally, it only took us an hour. It would be a shame if anyone else made the same mistake that I did by even post-Proton delaying, playing, and enjoying Cuphead uh, by virtue of the scary, scary, oh God, it's so hard. You don't need to know anything about how to play these types of games either. Game will teach you. You'll learn by dying. You will die hundreds of times. In four hours, I had to have died at least 200 times. Um, but I started, last thought, I started a new game last night, or, oh God, this morning. It's weird. I'm like, I woke up at three o'clock tonight. Anyway, um, it's probably why this is going on for so long. I'm not drunk at all. I'm too sober. But, um, I totally lost my point. I was uh, babbling about uh, how... Oh, yeah. So yesterday, or yeah, last night, before I went to bed, um, I quit out of my game, and I started an entirely new game, and I got all the way to where I was in my original game within an hour and ten minutes. Um, There were some more frustrating portions along the way than my original trip, but... It's not an impossible game. And in fact, it's it's an incredibly fair and tightly tuned game. So you should give it a chance. And it is $19.99. It's not on sale. That's its full price. But, uh... Yeah, and they also announced a DLC. Um... I think they announced a DLC. Oh, shit. I've lost my mind. But anyway, the bottom line is... I have eight people who want this game on my friends list. I think the reason that no one's bought it really is they've all heard that it's so hard. And it it's hard, but it is... You will absolutely enjoy it. It's not, it's not going to be like one of those games that feels like work. If, it feels like addiction. And I can hear the soundtrack of uh, two of my most repeated fucking boss encounters playing in the background of my mind all day for days now and it will torture you to madness so check out Cuphead that'll do us for this week, oh man uh check out um 
be sure to visit us on our live stream, twitch.tv slash skookiesprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E, skookiesprite. It's also my Steam name. Find me on Steam, friend me on Steam, etc. Um, from our Twitch page, you can join us on our Discord channel, which is always live. Um, I see people talking in there almost all the time now. Uh, it's only been a couple of weeks that, like, I've been looking, um, and stuff. Like, you can talk to Snail Cannon, Boldy, all, all, all these motherfuckers. All these deranged Linux people who are just like you. Um, and more. And other people, like, uh, CL, uh, Legend and stuff. Uh, who I, I just met playing No Man's Sky and, and things. Um, all sorts of cool people. And you can do voice chat and shit in the Discord, too, if you want. You know, maybe, if I don't get pissed off. I don't know. I've never actually seen people using the voice chat in the Discord because I imagine they probably just jump out of the channel and actually... You know. Anyway, but be sure to check that out. You can get to our Discord via our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash skookiesprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E. Uh, underneath our video is a link to a permanent invite to the Discord channel. Check it out. We're trying to, like, I'm I'm actually very, 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 over the last two weeks, I'm very, very encouraged. I've had so much fun with Snail Cannon, fucking Boldy, um, everybody. Uh, and it's great, too, because if I'm live streaming, then you can actually talk during the stream, which will distract me because I will probably be high, probably be high, and then I'll end up talking to you, and then I'll forget to play the game, and then everyone will yell at me, and everyone will... Like, but then you and I will have a bond and that will be totally a worthy sacrifice for whatever nine hours of video game playing that have been lost. <laughs> Just that snail cannon, goddamn. Snail cannon and Boldy, man. The weekends that we, last two weekends, man, we've, we've, we've put, we've tied one on. So anyway, um, yeah, and check back next week. Uh, next week will be episode 208, which will mean that we will be one episode away from literally we've only missed one week out of four years. I did the math that makes it, that would make it numerically the four year anniversary of this show will be episode number 209 which will be the week after next. So yeah, we're counting down. I'm I'm, I'm planning some special things. Yes. It wasn't my knife. You can't hang me. So, uh, cheers. Thanks for listening, and I will catch you next week. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die. I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada e. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess.
Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.